0: Welcome to the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. My name is Rita Perez. Hello. I've been a travel advisor for over 10 years and am navigating this winding road of entrepreneurship with you. I created this podcast because I wanted to share all the things I've learned from leaders both in and out of our industry that I really wish I would have known way back then. But alas, the important thing is I'm aware of them now and I want you to be too. Ready for this week's show? Let's jump in. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here for another week. This is going to be a little bit of a different conversation and I'm really excited for it because I know there's so many of you travel entrepreneurs who need to know that it's not about all about like make this a full-time thing. So without further ado, Chris McPeak is an author, educator, podcaster, and a nine-to-five side hustler. Her show, Got Side Hustle, helps career professionals in higher education create time for their side hustles and thus not waste any of their potential. Her latest book, The 9-to-5 Side Hustler, A Guide to Managing Your Day Job with Your Small Business, is an Amazon bestseller. In her 25-plus years working in higher education, Chris always felt a side hustle was all about money and not about passion. It wasn't until she landed her dream job working for a community college foundation that Chris found the drive to start a business where productivity and prioritization came together and helped her balance all of the work that she loves and now she's here to bring that knowledge to you. In her downtime, Chris runs a nonprofit U.S. Masters Swim Team with her hubby, manages her podcast and enjoys knitting, swimming and binge watching dark TV shows. Welcome Chris.
1: Thank you for having me Rita. You know as you were reading that out there was so much passion and excitement behind it. I'm like looking around the room saying who is she talking
0: about? (laughs) man. Yeah. The, the bios are always, I, I try and make it like fun and inviting because I mean, you, you've done a lot of awesome things in your career. Like not only that's that I just read out loud, but, but even prior to that, and that I want to jump off with the side hustle part, because that is, I, I started and I still have unfortunately for me, a full-time job. And I really want to make my travel business the full-time thing, but right now it's the part-time thing. Yes. Um, so for you as a person who found her dream job and doesn't want to let it go, obviously, Correct. how do you balance having the side hustle or, and why did you keep it?
1: In the beginning, like like my bio suggests, I thought the side hustle is all about making extra money, mm-hmm. and I soon found that y- you can't really do that if you're not doing something that's fun for you mm-hmm. and that you potentially have a passion for. So, for example, I tried my hat in you know the Mary Kay thing and the Body Shop thing, and and while you know. it was fun for a little while, um, I, I realized suddenly it was like God booking these skincare classes is kind of a tedious thing, and I'm yeah. not God. I have to give up another Saturday to do this. And I, I, I started not enjoying it as much. So I thought, you know, if, if I'm going to pursue something, I want to pursue something that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I let that go for a while. Cause I thought, all right, well, I'm, you know, I'm making decent money. We're, we're, you know, getting through the debt, like we'd wanted to. And then my, my husband decided he wanted to start a United States master swim team. He was a swimmer in high school. He qualified for the Olympic trials. He was a very, very strong wow. athlete in those days. And then he got sick. Um, he's HIV positive and he got sick and so getting back to health included him getting back in the water and it just sort of really charged his excitement so he's like Chris I don't want to bartend anymore I don't want to work in factories anymore I want to start a swim team and I said all right let's do it so everything for me originally started because he had this idea and after we built that and started going I thought okay well this is kind of fun but I I think I kind of want to do something else in addition mm-hmm. and, and kind of and have my own thing. And I'd always been really passionate about work-life balance and uh self-care. And I thought, okay, well, I'll, I'll do something related to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote one book and then I started getting involved in some online um mastermind and online courses, and I started connecting with people. And those people said, Chris, your ideas are amazing. You need a podcast. And the podcast came from there. And then, you know, as you, as you work through this, this world of podcasting, you meet people, they inspire you, you get ideas, you start hearing about the riches are in the niches or niches or (laughs) wherever. okay, well, let's, let's, let's bear down and. And figure out what that's really about and who I really want to help. So that's where it came down to, like, I'm really from 830 to 430 every single day, Monday through Friday, I feel really good about the work that I'm doing. But there's this other part of me that wants other people like me to be able to make time to pursue those passions that mean a lot to them. You know, people are very passionate, passionate about social justice. Mm -hmm. They're very passionate about self-care, work-life balance. They want to speak on a stage. They want to... You know, and I, I keep hearing this concept of like in higher ed, we don't get paid what we're worth and and having a side hustle right. means that you call the shots and you don't need to go through, you know, a state run human resources office to get a, a raise you determine. So I, I started thinking I'm like, this is this is where I need to be um focusing my energy on, on people who are like me, who, who want a little something extra to either to fill the time or to help make money or to just get their message and their passion out in the world. And then we're here today through our mutual (laughs) friend, Adam Shibley. So, um, yeah, thank you for, thank you for having me on your show and asking me that question.
0: Yes. Thank you. I'm trying to get him on the show too. Um, because I know a lot of people are interested in starting their own podcasts. Absolutely. Um, so how, how did the podcast kind of fit in with like your overall goals with the, the got side hustle side?
1: So before the show was called got side hustle, it was called elevate your eight. And that's a, uh, productivity philosophy that I have. So it's all about prioritization of mathematics. So if we're honoring our work-life balance and we're only working eight hours a day in our day job, if we're honoring our wellness and we're getting eight hours of sleep every single night, then when you pull that from 24 hours, what's left is eight hours. So if we're working consistently to air quotes, elevate our eight, both in our work job, in our sleep and in our downtime, then we can do anything we want to do because we've figured out how to maximize the activities and I guess the concentration within those periods of eight hours. And once we figure that out, I really do think we can manage anything we want, Mm -hmm. whether that's, um, you know, I mentioned the, the going to your kid's soccer game versus picking up your dry cleaning, like all of those things have to be done, but do they have to all be done in the same day? Not necessarily. And and I want to run two businesses. I want to help my husband run the swim team, and I want to talk to people through my podcast and, and coach some people on top of that. So that means I'm not going to movies so much on the weekends, and that means I'm not training for marathons and half marathons anymore. Those were the things that took up, you know, got my energy before. Um, And in this phase of my life, this is what's getting my energy now. And I'm happy with it that way. So I, I truly believe we can make time for anything we want to, if we just prioritize those things, your day job does not have to suffer because of your side hustle and your sleep should not suffer because of your day job and, and all the rest and so forth. So, um, mm-hmm. and then as, as I decided to niche down a little bit more, that's where the, the got side hustle transition happened. And I've been doing that now for, about two months in the new format, so yeah. So you can, if people want to go back and listen to my previous episodes, it will be under the name Elevate Your Eight, and it, and the focus there will definitely be um, more so on the on the productivity and time management for for anybody, not just mm. if you want to pursue um, a small business or a side hustle.
0: Mm-hmm. So how how are some ways that you have been able? Because I feel like we're almost, we're we're similar in that we have the full-time job plus. So I have my travel business and then I started this podcast for travel entrepreneurs and I know how crazy it is for me to kind of like manage the schedule. So how, what are some tidbits that, that help you manage everything as well?
1: Well, I, to- I totally thrive on the on the routine, and I I have three of them that work themselves into the day. So I do have a morning routine, I have a lunchtime routine, and I have an evening routine. So morning is how I I prep for my day and sort of put the framework around everything. So a lot of my self care takes place um, in that amount of time between between when I wake up <clears throat> and when I am sitting at my desk at the day job. So that includes my meditation, my journaling. Um, it includes my workout. It includes my, um, professional development, personal development through my commute because I listen to podcasts or audio books, things yep. that, you know, online courses I've downloaded. So that period of time between 4am and 8am, which is you roughly half of the that other eight, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm working out, I'm engaging in self-care and some learning. Then in my lunch hour, a lot of times is where I will do some side hustle work. Um, I will engage in the hobbies that I enjoy. And the two of the things you mentioned, the knitting and the binge watching dark television. So I'll go to our break room with my knitting bag and I'll work on whatever project I'm working on while I watch, you know, season eight of Homeland or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm into, right? I've, mm-hmm. I've gone back to Homeland right now for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I do that about once a year and I don't get it. But anyway, and then, um, and then when I get home, my evening hours are definitely dedicated to either working specifically on the side hustle or, you know, having family time with my hubby and my dog, whether we're cooking dinner together or, um, we go out or we're doing something for the swim team, balancing the books, or I might edit some shows or whatever, you know, works out. And then I'll read a little bit before bed and I go to bed. So, um, for some people that may sound a little manic and a little overly structured, but I have, I have found that that I need the rhythm, um, Uh and i need to be able to look forward to doing those things as opposed to saying oh my i don't know when i'm going to have time to do that Well, I'm, i already have time because i've i've built it into my day that way yeah. um so so yeah that works that real, works really well for me um for some people it's just starting with one you know so pick one of those three things mm-hmm. um that feels like will be the easiest way for you to build something up and and carve whatever whatever is missing you you put into that routine until it feels right it feels normal it feels like it's part of you it's like an extension of your soul and then and then when you're ready to add another one you add another one or maybe you don't need to maybe the lunchtime routine or the evening routine is fine for you um i use all three i weave in different (laughs) things and it it makes me happy as a clam so yeah
0: yeah there you go that's that's the direction that i know that i need to move into even though like the rebel is like, I don't want to be boxed in. Uh-huh. I also know that I I need to change, like something needs to change. And like I used to do yoga all the time, like when I got home from work. Mm-hmm. Now that's not happening because as soon as I come home from work, I put on my travel business hat on and I start. So now, yeah. I'm like, I need to like switch that to the morning, and it may just have to be. And I'm a night owl, so I don't like waking up early. Sure, but, yeah. Like that's the thing that needs to happen to take me to the next level and to get the fitness back in, to get the, yeah. the whole mindset meditation back in. Yeah. So that I will yeah, and I it, you know
1: it, I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Um, oh, it ahead. occurred to me when you said like I'm a night owl, so I'm not a morning person, and so a lot I get I'll get pushback from from clients or you know other people that say, well, I can't, I'm, I'm a night owl. How do you expect me to have a morning routine? Okay. Well, here's the thing. You don't have to do a morning routine in the morning. You can call it your wake up routine, or you can call yeah. it your start the day routine, really good Just point. put whatever name on it that you need to put on it to make it, to make it work for you. Um, but yeah, I'll hear that a lot. Like, you know, well, you know, I'm up till two in the morning. I can't possibly have a morning routine. Okay. Well then have an 11 AM routine, whatever you want to call it, make it work for you. Um, and I think that's, that's the other piece that, that people, are just afraid to do they're afraid to just put the name on the thing that they want to get done and they just need to
0: stop planning to do it and just do it right yes exactly exactly and that's that's kind of how i put the podcasts my, my both both of my podcasts i started this one a couple months ago and my travel business one in june the strategic travel entrepreneur is brought to you by mailbox power Harness the power to attract and nurture your clients through something many entrepreneurs have forgotten about, the mailbox. Create beautiful custom campaigns and automate annual mailings for birthdays and holidays. And with a pro account, get access to mailboxes not currently on your mailing list that are just waiting for the travel service you offer. Visit my Mailbox Power affiliate link in the show notes to get started today and support this podcast. I listened to a couple of videos and I was like, okay, we're going to do this and it's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I put off my
1: show for almost four months because I, I, what am I going to talk about? I need to write all these scripts. I need to, you know, book all these guests first and was kind of like, no, you just need to sit in front of a microphone and talk. Like, you know, I bought the equipment right away and I felt like I was ready to go, (laughs) but I didn't okay, well, what do I say? And you know, we all we all can go back and listen to our our early podcast episodes and be like, oh my God. Like that was awful. I need to delete that right now. (laughs) But the truth is we all we all start at the same place. We start at zero and and we work our way up. So to for anybody to feel like they're going to be judged on episodes one and two, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to like Adam's 400 and whatever he's on, right. um, we're all on our own journey. We're all walking our own path. So just do it and enjoy yourself. That's the other thing. If there's not, if there, the fun isn't there, then it's not going to stick. Hence Mary Kay and Body Shop for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even want to get anywhere.
0: <laughs> <near> <laughs> any it, again. Yeah, I've, I've done all sorts of the MLMs, but you also... Um, make a good point that I, I have this, well, in my, in my travel business podcast, I just did episode 51.
1: So if you're going to
0: compare, thank you. If you're going to compare my episode 51 to your episode one, Like, no, you can't. You can't. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs)
0: Every month, and it's coming out every week. So, Mm -hmm. if yours doesn't sound as great yet, it will get better. I promise you. You'll learn. It absolutely
1: will. Yes, they always do.
0: So, part of this travel. Is the travel, helping travel entrepreneurs, is that I offer business solutions as well, Beautiful. and I'm currently working with one one of my friends who they have a chef, personal chef company. And so I have for a while now been telling them, you need to like start stacking up your tech because you can't just keep operating off of like paper and notebook and all that, even though I love paper. Yeah. What are some of your favorite tech for someone who doesn't know where to start in the tech to help them with productivity? Where should they be starting at?
1: Yeah, that's a really, that's a really great question. Um, and, and it's amazing to think of all the different little subscriptions that we have to do the things that we want to do. So, you know, you've got your, your podcasting host platform, you have your social media scheduling platform. If you, if you do that, um, your membership to, Can- well, first of all, I'll just say Canva is the second coming as far as I'm concerned, because, mm-hmm. and it's probably tough for people that actually went to college to get graphic design <laughs> degrees now, and they're like all on fire trying to get these hundred dollar gigs. But um, but Canva makes it easy for somebody with zero design experience to be mm-hmm. able to create really lovely flyers and freebies and workbooks and eBooks and Instagram and, and the whole thing. So I love I love Canva. And if you are not on Canva, um, that's something to to get your paws on, and there is a free version if you're just getting started. So don't worry about having to pay that up front. Um, I love the app called Minimalist. So it's M I. minima and then capital L I S T. Um, I use this to sort of house my to-do list, but while you're in the app, you can touch on one of your items and it will open up a Pomodoro, um, session for you. And if you're not familiar with Pomodoro technique, it, um, you set a timer for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and then you take a 10 or five minute break. And then you go back to the second, you know, Pomodoro session. And I'll usually do about three of these, um, before, I take a longer break. And, and it's awesome, because it it keeps me on task. If I finish the first thing on my to do list with the first Pomodoro, I just go to the second thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, I keep rolling, but it encourages me to get up from my computer, walk around, you know, let my eyes have a break. Um, and, and it, you know, I just, for the day I put in what I need to get done that day. And then I just, you know, rock my little Pomodoro sessions and it's so fantastic. This is a free app. Um, and you can make as many different to-do lists as you, as you want. So if you want to make one for your day job and one for your side, your side hustle, small business, you can do that. If you want to do one for your, for your workouts or, you know, like you could do Tabata sessions or things like that through Pomodoro and you can. You can um, schedule how long your, your periods are. If you're going to do, you know, 20 and 10 or 25 and 5 or 15 and 15, you can also add little sounds. So like you can listen to little forest sound while you're doing your typing and that just can be all soothing and nice. And then you can have no sound for your break. And it's fantastic. That's one of my very favorite things in the whole world.
0: I love that. That I, I wrote that one down because I'm like, because I don't, I have tried to like do some of this project management, like a Calendly or not Calendly, um, ClickUp or a Trello or Asana. And I'm like, that's too much for me. (laughs) I'm starting to
1: appreciate the beauty of Asana, but again, I have to, it's something I have to set. I have to tell myself that that's the first place I go when I start my routine. And I'm not, I'm not all the way there yet, but, um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I'm, I'm getting there. We'll see someday. But I'll never get rid of minimalist because that thing is gold. It's beautiful.
0: Well, that I was just listening to something also on Pomodoro. So I was like, when you mentioned that it combined that I'm like, oh, maybe that's where I need to go to because I'm yeah, all about to super like- cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would say those, those are my two, those are my two big things. If I didn't, if I didn't have those things, I'd be lost. I mean, yeah. the other, you know, social media scheduling there, there, that stuff's all over, yeah. um, podcast hosting that stuff's all over, but the, but these two things help me substantially to be in the space where, where I want to be. So yeah, I enjoy awesome. those, those, those two things a lot.
0: Well, how do you work with different small business entrepreneurs who still want to keep the the container being in their side hustle, but don't want it to overwhelm their other the other lives that they manage too.
1: Yeah. It's, it's just the concept of starting small and, and appreciating that, you know, you're not going to start a small business or a side hustle and be a millionaire in two weeks. That's not going to happen. So you have to be willing to be in it for the long haul. I think there are versions of side hustles where if it's like, if you're starting the small business, really because you need to make some money Mm -hmm. straight away, um, you know, there's a, a place and time to do that. And, and things like, gig economy related stuff like uber or lyft or instacart like those are things you can get involved in pretty easily you can start making cash right away um you're working for yourself but you're not really working for yourself so you can get a taste of what this is what it's like to file a schedule c and this is you know (laughs) what i get to write off and that kind of stuff but i think for people that really like they're they love what they do for my um for my audience anyway, that's higher education. So I work for a community college, people work for colleges and universities, they run the residence halls, they oversee Greek life, they're a faculty member, whatever. So there might be something within that part of their day job that they really like, and they want to take it to the next level. So maybe a uh, sociology professor might really want to do social justice con- consultation for colleges and diversity offices and things like that. So they put together what their message is. They uh, create an opportunity to get, to put their, you know, offerings out there and then wait to get hired and land something so that they can start getting testimonials and, and raise their rates and all those kinds of things. So I think it's, you know, figuring out what you really are looking for the most from a side hustle, small business. If you're, if you're looking to make a few extra bucks right away, or if you want something that's going to be sustainable long standing, that's really where you're putting your passion area. Um, this whole concept of not wasting your potential. You think like, Oh, there's the, all these skills that I have that I learned from my day job and I'm not using them, but I want to put them somewhere. So figure out what that what that somewhere is. And honestly, we're living in an age right now where it's so easy to get people to pay you for the things that you're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's the whole reason I think that that, P, that that apps like minimalist exists, like somebody saw a need in having that and they and they created that thing. Um, you know, there's always going to be conferences and professional development opportunities, whether they're in person or virtual and those Places are going to need speakers and educators. So now you've got, you know, people that want to, you know, in the speaking industry doing those types of things. So I think, you know, sometimes you have to play around and, and find where, you know, your, your golden egg is, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, and in the process too, there's a lot of learning one can do about themselves, their selves, um. Yeah. And, and realizing like, well, I really thought this was it's like when I when I when my when I wrecked my car a few years ago, I was convinced that the Toyota Prius was going to be the the car I was going to buy. Mm-hmm. I had it in my head like this is my dream car. Let's go test drive it. And I test drove it and I hated I thought this is the most boring car in the whole world. I feel like I'm driving a go kart at the county fair. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that really, you know, I got like, okay, well, I don't want that car. That's crazy. And, and we may do that with a lot of our our side hustles and jobs, we may think like, yeah, Uber is going to be easy for me because I love to drive. And you do that for three hours and you're like, God, this is awful. Um, So I think we do have to, we have to try on a lot of different hats and see which one fits the nicest and looks the prettiest before we settle on the hat we're going to buy.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's no, really analogy,
1: but that's kind of what—that's
0: <laughs> kind of the idea. <laughs> well, that's—I—I I have a similar car story, and I thought that was going to be a Hyundai Sonata, and I felt the same way driving that one. Yeah, um, like, and what then, the
1: uh, heck, this is terrible. Like, who drives this thing? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and it's—it's it's very easy to feel that way about different different small businesses. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and like with the travel business too, everybody tells you, of course, to niche down, but a lot of people don't know what to niche down to. So like you were saying, just try something, try family travel. Okay. You didn't like that. Then go try romance travel. Okay. You didn't like that. Then try groups. There's so many different types of travel. Something will work out.
1: Right. And if you still don't find the thing that you want, then trust me there, there's might be something that doesn't exist yet. Yes, And you're going to come up with it and it's going to be the next, that's going to be the next thing. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. Well, you mentioned like um, just the whole thing with like Disney cruise lines, like who would have thought that it would be a thing to have a cruise ship that's just Disney and that's Mm -hmm. more family friendly. And so that didn't exist before and Disney came up with it. And now this whole concept of family friendly group boutique travel is, is a thing. So exactly. who knows? Yeah. Go do your thing. And and if it's, if it becomes a thing, great. If it doesn't, then you pick a new thing and that's okay.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no failure unless you don't try it really. That's Exactly.
1: Yep. So how, there. Can,
0: <laughs> how can people keep in touch with you, Chris?
1: Oh, thank you for asking. Um, my website is chrismcpeak.com. That's Chris with a K and it's Mick Peak so like Pike's Peak but it's Mick Peak um, i'm on the gram constantly and that's Christmas Peak k r i s m a s p e a k so if you say my name really fast Christmas Peak it comes out Christmas Peak so um, that's where you can that's where you can find me
0: Nice. Well, thank you so much for being on. I know I have learned a couple tips that I will be implementing. So I hope everybody starts following you for more. Thank you. Thank you
1: for having me. This has been a lot of fun. And you guys don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review for our host today. And that gives her show a little bit more um, accessibility and um, and findability. So um, give Rita the love that she deserves and leave her a review today.
0: Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks everybody for listening and have a great week. Thanks for joining me on the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. Please subscribe and leave a show rating on your favorite podcast platform. Oh, and don't forget to take a look at the show notes for important information and links. See you next week.